everyone. Welcome to the My Whim Life Show, where I interview people who inspire wisdom, humor, inspiration, and motivation so they can share it with all of you. This week's guest, I have Miss Renee James. Uh, she and I met um, through, you know, certain. I'm not even sure exactly how we originally met, but she knows my sister and we connected because her writing is incredible. And so we've just really developed this kindred friendship that I treasure every single day. So Renee, tell us a little bit about you. Oh, thank you, Wendy. And thank you for having me on the show. I'm very excited and um, just so happy that I know you and get the chance to talk to you right now. A little bit about me. Uh, first thing I will lead with is that I am turning 60 this year and this has been my best decade ever. I have taken all these chances in life and uh, moved and changed things up and just begun to finally step into my purpose and it's been the most incredible exhilarating, terrifying, freeing thing. And I am a um, fun-loving, dancing, all kinds of people person. Um, and I, I have three amazing grown daughters who live back in Idaho. I have three wonderful grandsons. Um, and they gave me the wings to just take off and move to North Carolina about six years ago, six years ago in November. And it's, it's just been this incredibly wild ride. So it's never too late to just do whatever you want to do. And yeah. that's it. I love, I love that. I know that I met you shortly before you moved, um, but I didn't get to meet you in person. Like we just met on social media before that, probably through Courtney somehow. Um, so I've kind of got to watch this whole journey of yours. Um, as you've changed your entire life around, what made you get into a position where you felt like you needed to move to really change your life? Um, you know, during my second marriage, my husband and I talked a lot about trying to move after um, my youngest daughter would, you know, leave, leave home. Cause I had never really lived anywhere else except the you know western western region and we kind of toyed with the idea of some things and you know I just kind of landed there and had kids there and so I stayed there um, then I got a divorce and I I was very very sick at that point um, my insides were literally falling out of my body and I had to have this life-threatening surgery and that will change your perspective quicker than anything. Um, all the things that I had been doing, everything that I had that I had counted on, it was all gone. I couldn't go back to work. Um, my um, marriage had um, ended. My my youngest daughter was getting old enough to like scooch off on her own. And I just I had the chance to visit my sister out here and she said once you come here you're going to want to move here and i thought well why don't i just move there then and i had never been here i had never been to this part of the country and i had just wanted to ex experience something different and i thought 
all those closed doors that were happening for me then turned out to be these amazing open windows so that I could just fly through and do whatever I wanted. And my kids were so on board and they're like, mom, if you don't like it, you can always leave. And uh, so I, you know, I sold everything, packed what would fit in my car and drove across the country to a place I'd never seen before. And holy cow, it was the best right thing I've ever done. Yeah, absolutely. I know that one of the things that has really come out of that is your ability to be creative and start writing and drawing and doing all of those things that really come from a place of centeredness. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, wow. Um, Three weeks before I moved here, all my plans fell apart. Everything that I had planned and all the things I was going to do and where I was going to live and everything, it all just fell apart. But I knew inside that it was the right choice for me. And I decided that I would come here. I Just as I would have to start over back there, um, sure. I could just make something work here. So when I got here, I ended up living out on a lake, out on a cove on a lake so isolated and so far away from any any humans and it was really um, a perfect time to sit with myself and everything that had happened over the last few years and every emotion I had felt and all of the changes the ones that I hadn't asked for and the ones that I had and just really get comfortable with all the uncomfortable feelings and the transitions and I began to start writing from that. Yeah. And I hadn't written in a long time. And I kind of started sharing on Facebook. It kind of became my scrapbook for back home and kind of my way to, to just have this outlet. And people started reaching out to me and wanting to know more and wanting to know if I taught a class or if I'd written a book. And I was like, what? what? Excuse me. <laughs> and uh, it just kind of felt like it was guiding me to what I was supposed to be doing. And at this point too, I have, I have a, um, um, a series of autoimmune disorders, um, which really kicked into high gear after the surgery that saved my life. It also made me very sick. So once I was here, I was kind of alone and very sick and really struggling with that. And as I talked about that a little on Facebook, people connected with that. Yeah. Um, and I had a friend who said that maybe my pain was um, my yellow brick road to my purpose. And oh my gosh, that hit me right in the face. And so many people needed a voice to lean into, to talk about things that we don't like to talk about that we sometimes need help, that we don't always feel strong, that we don't always feel like we can do everything that we're used to doing and that sometimes we're scared. And so I just started and I had been thinking about a blog before I ever moved. And then when I got here, I just kind of kept working in that direction. Yeah, so that's kind yeah, of I know that I completely you know, not that I didn't like you already, but I completely <laughs> fell in love with you over your writing. It just grabbed my heart and just was so authentic and so real that I was like, ah, oh, I can feel 
what she feels. I see what she sees. And anyone who can do that via the written word or a picture or what have you has a tremendous gift that I am so, so, so happy you are sharing with the world. Oh, thank you so much. It it was a real lesson for me to keep listening because I had a lot of false starts trying to get it off the ground and thinking, okay, I've got this now. I had a guy helping me all everything I'd ever written, 25 things that I had written got completely lost. And I oh. thought I was like, uh, uh, of course I didn't, I wasn't very skilled in backing up and all of that, but it was kind of a lesson for me because at first I was like, um, that's, it felt like my life's work, which sounds really dramatic, but it, it was because sure. it was really pieces of me. And I thought if it's pieces of me, I can do that again. I can say what I need to say. I can, because I don't, sit down and decide I'm going to write, I just get stories in my head. They just come to me. And so it was good for me and to endure because it took, I did not actually, actually, actually publish my blog until this year, right before the uh, pandemic hit. Yes. It was a long time coming and it just taught me a lot of things about listening, about not giving up, about not losing faith in myself. I, you know, cause I was going through these health issues and thinking, what, what, what do I have to offer? What do I have to say? Yeah. And I had to just keep rolling over those voices and believing that if it's, if it's given to me, it's meant for me. If it comes to me, it's meant for me. And it means that I, that that is my gift and that is mine to share. Absolutely, absolutely. I remember uh, sitting down with uh, you and Courtney and one of your girls had stopped by as well. Um, and we were having lunch and really in that, you were in that spot where you're like, yeah, I could do that. But I don't think anyone wants to hear what I have to say. And Courtney and I are like, ah! Oh my gosh, you have to share. You have to share what you have. Ah. I was just beside myself wanting so badly to be able to help you have that encouragement to move forward with the gift that I had already been blown away with. And I was, it was actually really good for me. And I, I'm glad that you said that because it can be very helpful when another human says out loud, you have this thing, we see it, we feel it, we we encourage you to share it. Because sometimes, um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't grow up being allowed to use my voice. And I went through a couple of abusive marriages where I was kind of smashed down a little bit. So having faith in myself to say, this is something that needs to be out there. And it doesn't matter for who, it just, your your art is your art is meant to be out there yeah and um it i was looking at you guys and you were so excited and i was like oh okay all right okay <laughs> <laughs> we're a little overbearing sometimes when we well, get excited <laughs> in the best kind of way i was like over the moon to spend that time with you both and I, it was you were everything I thought that you would be and more um, and I just felt this fluid connection and this immediate kinship and it was it was just 
it was just wonderful. And my life is full of those kind of things, Wendy. My life is full of these beautiful miracles that just come out of nowhere all the time that just right. lead me. Like I have so many times where, where I'm like, I'm not going to be okay. Things are like when things fall apart before I uh, moved here. And then after I got here, more things kept happening. But then everything's okay. And all the most extraordinary experiences come from the unexpected places. Absolutely. And it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I know that out of this openness that you have been able to experience since you started letting your writing be free and really opening up to the possibilities, you've also found a pretty cute boy. <laughs> well, I have found a pretty cute boy and he saw me on Facebook and started complimenting my writing. Oh. And um, I was like, okay, this isn't your average compliment or your average, um, you know, you're so pretty kind of. Sure. The salty, creepy kind. <laughs> right. He would make comments about my writing and I was like, what, who is this guy? And so I kind of looked him up and I was like, yeah, okay, no. And, and we didn't ever frequent the same places. And then one day last September 1st, he showed up at the Blues Club where I spend all my time, or I used to, and uh, he was there to see his friends perform for the Triangle Blues Society Challenge, and I'm sitting at my little place at the end of the bar, and I look down, and I'm like, that's Tommy Connor, and the next thing I know, he's sauntering over to me, and I was like, what did I say? I tell you what I said, but yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, here he comes, here he comes, and it was just the easiest thing in the world and um it just melted into this really easy thing of being together and the next thing i knew we were together all the time oh, and uh, you know it's just i just life will surprise you it yeah. really will yeah, yeah if you're open to it i think a lot yes. of us tend to stay super closed off we're we're on a mission you know we're following our brick road um but we don't bother to look at the hills or the meadows on either side of us because we're so in our little space um yeah. and that's i think that's what i love about your journey i think i've watched you just kind of take the opportunity to look and see what's around it's so fascinating thank you i think that's one of the things when I had all this time when I first got here to really sit and say, wow, okay, I don't, I don't have any kids to care for anymore. I don't have a husband to look out for. I, it's just me. What do I want? And what do I want my life to look like? And as I started venturing out, I mean, I had to go out and meet, meet people and um, start finding friends. I knew if I wanted to build a life here, I was going to have to go out and stretch and, and be out in places alone. And um, so I just started doing that and it allowed me to experience things until I found some things that were a really good fit for me. And I discovered blues dancing and I was like, what, what is this magic? And it, and the people I got to meet because of this place I go to and because of the home and family that they've built there and the extraordinary warmth of it, it was just the most incredible thing. And I felt like I was home. Um, and I, 
kind of just let my life just build from this place of being really clear in my truth and letting myself expand and learn who I was, just keep learning. And, and it wasn't like I wasn't already that person. I was just unbecoming all these other labels that I had been carrying around for a really long time that really didn't belong to me anymore. And um, as I did that too, I even did that with going out with men. I thought I just, I had been married for 20 years and then I was married for 10 years. And I thought, I don't know if I, I'm not really interested in marriage right now. I just want to see who I am with other people. Sure. And I just let myself explore that. And I was in some unconventional relationships. Um, and, you know, I had a lot of girlfriends at this age. They're like looking to settle down, which is great. I was just kind of, I, I never really did a lot of dating in high school or anything. Um, so it was my chance to just kind of, do my 20s, you know, and so I was just kind of doing that. And I met some incredible people, incredible people that way. And just being open to whatever experience it was and not worrying about labels anymore at all. I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. It's, it's so, so liberating. Yeah. So are you, uh, what are you kind of doing with your writing at this point? I know you're doing your blog, which is fabulous. And we will absolutely connect in the show notes to that blog so people can read up. But Thank what else you. are you doing? Well, I just, I've been connecting with a friend. He's helping me to publish. He's like, we want to publish you somewhere. We're trying to get you published. So he's always sending me things and links to help me get published. So this was all, I mean, I had the skill to write, but I never had the the information or anything about where to go beyond that so you know i'm kind of in the baby steps of trying to get something out there or something published something recognized and i want feedback i want feedback from somebody who knows what they're doing who can say yeah i want more of this i want less of this whatever i write about my my personal experiences i write about where what life has taught me from point A to point B. And it's not in any kind of order. It's just kind of how things come up for me. Absolutely. So, yeah, my goal, I would I want to write full time. That's what I want to do. Yeah. 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 It's absolutely possible for you. I have no doubt. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So what keeps you, do you, you know, with regard to writing, I know it's very creative space. Do you set time aside every day to write or do you, do you have creative time that you set aside each week? How does that work for you? Um, that was kind of a hard thing for me at first. I, I thought, you know, I'll get up early in the mornings when it's quiet and I have this little nook that I'm in right now that I have kind of made into my little creative space i um write here i read here i do all my all my creative thinking here and i would get up to write and i yeah i'd have nothing and i'm like okay this is not working and then i'd like i'd be at work or i'd be somewhere and i'd have all these ideas and i'm like okay what what do i do with this and i had an amazing friend um emily rush who wanted to create my website for me and she she brought me to life in this website and all I had to do was plug in the words, the blog itself. Right. And I had some stuff, but I was, something was like holding me back. Something was just like, and I'm like, I'm right there. And it was, I have to say when I first saw 
the website and my um, pictures of me that other people had um, taken, but also pictures that I had taken and then some of the things that she had taken from Facebook that I had actually written. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is me and it's so beautiful. And I was so excited and I thought everybody should feel like this about what they're doing, right? Yeah. Um, I'm like, why can't I just jump? And I um, follow a coach on uh, Instagram and she was advertising saying that one of her clients was so happy with her coaching that uh, she was offering someone a free session. So she wanted us to message her and tell why we needed that session. So I did that right away. I'm like, because I am so stuck and I'm the one always telling people how to not be stuck. And I know what stuck means and that not I'm not really stuck. I'm just afraid of something. And like, I need some help with this because I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I just can't pull the trigger. Right. And I won the coaching session session and so I got on the phone with her and she goes oh my gosh we talked about that very thing about trying to sit down and write and how inspiration doesn't come when you sit down right she said um you've got to learn to write whenever it comes to you she goes stop whatever you're doing stop in the middle of a conversation stop in the middle of traffic like pull over do whatever and record your idea or whatever you're going to write because you know in 30 seconds it'll be plastered over with another thought and you'll lose it all. And she's so right about that. Yeah. That was life changing for me. So that was, I think a Tuesday and I told her by Friday I will publish and I did. And I have followed that advice ever since I, I will constantly take notes into my phone wherever I am. I mean, the middle of the night at a party, like what, whatever I'm doing, and then I will sit down at my a lot of time to write and I will turn that into my stuff. Um, and that's my stuff. I'm 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 very eloquent, aren't I? <laughs> I love it. It's your goodness. <laughs> um, so it's it kind of evolved, like finally giving myself the freedom to listen to the creativity when it comes. And she the other thing she said was I never second guess anything. Once it's out there, it's out there. I never look at it again. I never, which is so weird. She says, I'll write the most amazing thing and three people will like it. And I'll write the dumbest thing ever and 300 people will like it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so true. And, and, and like in another week, something else is going to be out there. So it doesn't matter. Right. And what I'm finding is that somewhere, somebody needs to hear it. They reach out to me and they're like, thank you for this. I needed to hear this. And I'm like, really? You needed to hear that? Okay, cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is literally exactly what Wendy's Wisdoms does for me on a daily basis. Sometimes something will come to me and I'm like, well, that doesn't apply to my life at all. I have no idea, but it's what's in front of me. So yes. I'm going to go ahead and put it down and I'll have 27 people go, Oh my gosh, thank you for that. You know, so it's so awesome to be able to be in a space where you can just let that happen. Uh, and you know, a big part of my life is about allowing things I, without the labels, without like trying to force things without saying, Oh, like when, when I met Tommy and we were getting along really well, everybody at first was like, when are you going to get married? When you? I'm like, just, you know, simmer down. We're just <laughs> We're just going to enjoy each other and I'm just going to let this be what it is and not rushing it, not forcing it. Also not holding back. I wasn't like you guys hard. I wasn't like that at all. I don't 
my heart's been shattered. It, there's nothing to protect, right? It's, I know it's very resilient. And I just, I just kind of let those things be as much as I can. And when I write, it's the same way. It's like something comes to me and I'm like, well, okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, it's just what's there. And once that's out of my head, there's another thing right there behind it. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So one of the things that I like to ask all of the people that I interview uh, is what are the things in your life that are non-negotiable? Like no matter what else happens in this world, in your day, that one thing is kind of your, your center, your post. Mm. I have gotten very negligent on self care per se. I used to have a better, uh, because my body has so many needs, but I don't, I don't have room for any negative energy, any toxic people, any, um, I don't have room to navigate other people's energy and keep my body standing and do anything in life. So it's non-negotiable for me, uh, to be around people that are unhealthy for me. Yeah. And that, that's just, that's, and I'm not, um, I think you can, you can um, let things fall away naturally with love and peace, without any kind of anger, without any kind of big drastic ending. Um, when someone has really positive energy or uplifting energy, the people that don't tend to not feel comfortable there after a while anyway. So it finds its way, it works it. It's, it uh, works its way out. When it doesn't do it naturally, I'm not afraid to make the boundaries I need and say, I, yeah, I can't do this anymore. And it's just become necessary for me. I have a very limited amount of energy with, with my health issues. And I, my focus is on staying healthy and working on my writing because my writing is also very healing for me. And once I started, I knew once I started and I threw that out there that the universe was gonna come back and be like, okay, I'm here to help and we're gonna take you where you need to go. So I, I have to be ready and I have to be willing and I have to be open. And that requires uh, keeping myself at this energy level up here. Yeah, I absolutely, yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, I'm very much a uh, proponent for letting go of negative people. Uh, I, you know, I've had to do it certainly in my life and it just is amazing. Once you learn to just let it die off naturally, it's amazing how it just happens that way. And I don't live with, I don't live with regret. I don't, I don't, look at the past and be like, oh my gosh, this or that. Like I, I've learned from every place I've been, every every person I have been with. Um, you know, obviously there's always things where like, oh, I wish that was a little different or I won't do that again. But I just I I if it's not happening, then okay, next. Just yeah. Yeah. So staying open all the time. Yep. Yep. That's it. Staying open all the time. That is hard for people. And that's one of the things that I, I help women with. They're like, how do you do that? I'm like, it's a, we can, we can live in this place of fear, but it doesn't do us any good. Not like 
none of the things I thought were going to happen when I moved here happened. Right. So what is there? <laughs> like you can't change it anyway. And there was a moment here when I literally had $12 to my name and I was like, all of a sudden I freaked out and I'm like, Renee, you had $12 yesterday too and you were fine and <laughs> you'll figure it out. And I figured it out. And it was partly because I had been on top of my illness. I had gotten really sick and I couldn't find a job and I can always find a job. I, I've always been able to find a job. I've been working since I was 14. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I had every reason to kind of be terrified and I was alone without a support system. Um, and I thought, you don't need to worry. Everything you have right now is okay. And you just stay open to the next big thing. And all the little things to me are the next big thing. Of course. I have to say. All, yeah, right? All the, all the, you know, people I meet and all the experiences I have that just make my life richer. They're all, they're, they're, they're all the good stuff that life is made of. So I love that. So my last question that I love to ask, because everybody has their own version of it, how do you give back? Mm, how do I give back? Um, for a while, I was volunteering, and now that's become a little more challenging for me. When I started my writing, and when the pandemic first started, and I was watching these stories of people, even my own kids, you know, back home making masks and helping people. And I'm like, I need to be doing more and I need to be like giving back. And Tommy looked at me and he said, Renee, your writing is helping people. He said, I'm so glad that someone else said it. <laughs> and I was like, and then I had friends who would reach out to me and text me and say, my gosh, you, you, you're really like, that's why the friend that I have is trying to help me because he says, people need to see this. They, they need to read this. And I thought, okay. And um, it was just a very affirming thing. I had finally felt like I was doing something purposeful. So that is another thing that I make sure that I make time for my writing as often as possible. And I, it's kind of hard because I need a really quiet space. And um, But that helps me feel like I give back. And I have people reach out to me privately and I can help them feel a little bit better. And I thought one person at a time, I mean, I'm not here to make, to change the world. I'm just here to make my corner of the world a little bit better. Um, and honestly, like I said, I've been given this gift and, and if this is what's going to make a difference for another person i'm happy to talk about i'm happy to talk about what it's like to walk around with a chronic illness i'm happy to talk about what it's like to go through divorces and transitions and moving and losing all losing all your money and all of that because those are the things that connect us in our humanness yeah these things that we can say we're just we're all getting by we're all doing the best we can and we're all just trying to find our footing and sometimes we're strong enough to help others and sometimes we need to ask for help and it's all good it's all good yes wouldn't it be amazing if all of us just followed that one key piece which was to make our little corner of the world just a little bit better yes 
Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always feel like that's, I have to, I have to start there. That's, that's, that's all I have. And I I have to start there. So. I love it. Thank you so, 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 so much for being my guest. I know, you know, this is super nerve wracking for a lot of people, but I am just so in love with all of the people that this life has brought me to. And I just am, I almost feel desperate to share the amazing people in my life with everyone else that I know. It just is, is an internal drive. And I am so excited that you are a part of that. Well, thank you for letting me be part of this. And if anybody could put, could put me at ease and make this less nerve wracking, although I <laughs> am not looking forward to seeing myself on tape. <laughs> um, but I, you're, you're, an exquisite person and you you give back with such vibrancy and such enthusiasm and you're always making your your little corner of the world shine and I just appreciate that and love that about you so much and just thank you for letting me be a part of this this thing absolutely yeah you're fabulous I adore you the feeling is entirely mutual Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.